New Year, same old Washington, as the partial government shutdown has entered its 12th day. At the center of that standoff, President Trump's demand for $5 billion in funding for his border wall. But with Democrats set to take control of the House, that standoff and the government shutdown are likely to continue, even though President Trump claims he's ready to make a deal. This is TikTok. I'm David Myers. Joining me today from Capitol Hill is Bloomberg's national political correspondent, Sahil Kapoor. Thanks for joining us, Sahil. Thank you. So business in D.C. is just starting to pick back up after the holiday season. Were there any talks between the president and Congress during that holiday season? There were no meaningful negotiations and certainly no progress to be seen uh, between the White House and congressional leaders. The president remains dug in on getting $5 billion over the next fiscal year for uh, the construction of a border wall, and Democrats are dead set against any money for the use of a border wall. And so the president uh, met with his cabinet today uh, to start off the year. Did he bring up the shutdown and, and what he's willing to negotiate on, if anything? He did bring up the shutdown. He warned that it could be a long time before the impasse is resolved. He said the issue of the wall and border security are too important a subject to walk away from. And he said the $5.6 billion that he's demanding for the construction of a border wall is, in his words, such a small amount, quote-unquote. And it's about national security to him. We're in a shutdown because Democrats refuse to fund uh, the border security. Uh, they try and make it like it's just about the wall, and it is about the wall. Uh, I said over the weekend to a number of people that, you know, the wheel, the wall, there are some things that never get old. It's never going to change. The wall is your number one point of security. So he wants this $5. Billion and he w- he's not going to budge on that, even though the vice president said last week he was willing to maybe budge for about $2.5 billion? He does not seem willing to budge on that number. Now, if it, it's not inconceivable that he's willing to, you know, that he would be willing to go below what he has said so far, but the fact that Democrats are not willing to give him a penny for a border wall says a lot at this point. They are willing to give up uh, about $1.3 billion for fencing and border security, things that stop short of the construction of a wall. But uh, Nancy Pelosi, the incoming House Speaker, has said a border wall would be uh, ineffective, uh, immoral, and wasteful. So the Democrats haven't really had any negotiating sessions yet with the president, but that, that changes today because the president has invited congressional leaders over to the White House um, for a meeting. And Nancy Pelosi will be there, as will uh, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. But it's not really a negotiating meeting per se, is it? It does not appear to be. The White House has called it a briefing, and what Democratic leaders are expecting is that they're going to be talked at, not that they're going to be doing much of the talking. And it's going to be held in the Situation Room of all places. Right. The president and the White House want to convey that, you know, they are serious about this and they want to show, uh, make it appear as as though they're engaged. But the Democrats see this more as the White House showboating than a meaningful attempt to come to, you know, a consensus. So as we are in day 12, and obviously we're going to go into at least day 13 on Thursday, what has been impacted exactly as this partial shutdown has taken place? And will it get worse as time goes on? Well, we have seen... uh, 380,000 federal employees uh, getting furloughed. There are 420,000 employees that are working uh, without being paid for the duration of this shutdown. And that's a very significant thing because, you know, a lot of these people, they're not wealthy. They, they work paycheck to paycheck. They need the money to, 
uh, pay rent or pay their mortgage, and uh, they're not getting that. And, of course, we have the closure of national parks and, and monuments and museums, as is typically the case during a partial government shutdown like this. Yeah, we saw today that the Smithsonian and the National Zoo in D.C., they've all finally shut down uh, because of this standoff. And, you know, tomorrow the Democrats take control of the House. And as you said, Nancy Pelosi is expected to become the next House Speaker. How will she take up the shutdown once they get to work? She has said that on the first day of the new Congress, which is uh, Thursday, January 3rd, the new House Democratic majority will uh, bring up and pass legislation to reopen the government. And what she wants to do is pass the appropriation bills that have been agreed to on a bipartisan basis uh, for the remainder of the fiscal year, with the exception of DHS, because that's where the issue, that's the only you know remaining dispute um, and, and, and the dispute there is over border wall funding. So for DHS, she wants to pass a stopgap measure that would uh, keep that agency functioning until February 8th to buy some time to continue the conversation. So once the House takes up that and passes it, presumably, it goes to the Senate. And what are the chances then it gets out of the Senate and to the president's desk? The Office of Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, a Kentucky Republican, has said that the Senate will not consider legislation that Trump is unwilling to sign. So at this point, the Republican leadership in the Senate is uh, fully behind the president, and they are waiting for a signal from the president as to what he is willing to sign. If he doesn't budge on this, you know, $5 billion or so uh, red line for wall funding, then it is difficult to see the Senate Republican leadership at this point going forward with it. When it comes to which party, from the view of public perception, is taking responsibility for this, what does the scorecard look there? Are, are, is the public blaming the Democrats, or are they blaming the Republicans, or are they blaming the president? The president is taking the lion's share of the blame, according to a Reuters poll that was released uh, during the shutdown. About 47% of the public blames him. A much smaller percentage blames uh, congressional Democrats, and an even smaller percentage blames congressional Republicans. Now, the problem for the president is that he is on videotape saying very clearly and very emphatically, I will own this shutdown. I will take responsibility. Um, I won't blame you. This was in his very tense and acrimonious meeting with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. He said this to Schumer. I am proud to shut down the government for border security. So I will take the mantle. I will be the one to shut it down. So given that, and given the fact that this is an all-Republican government at the end of the day, uh, it's not hard to see, you know, it's not hard for the public to, to figure out who is primarily instigating this. So when the president says then that he's ready to deal, um, he tweeted it out earlier this week, what would a compromise or what would a deal look like um, with House Democrats? Well, it depends on how he defines it. To him, the $5 billion is something that is essential to him to begin construction of a border wall. To Democrats, they are flat out against any kind of a border wall. They're, you know, they're not willing to engage on this issue at this point in the context of government funding uh, negotiations. Can this whole thing be considered a gift to Nancy Pelosi and the House Democrats as they are now taking control? Yes, it is a gift to Nancy Pelosi because she's taking control of a new House majority that is ripe for facing a lot of divisions over big issues. There are, you know, young new progressives coming in that want to enact a, a very, very far reaching uh, set of priorities like Medicare for all and free college tuition. They want to do a Green New Deal that phases out fossil fuels. That stuff won't get through the Senate and to the president's desk, but they at least want to pass it in the House. 
And Pelosi also has on her right flank a set of uh, centrist Democrats who represent purple and, and red districts around the country who want to do more moderate and incremental pieces of legislation. And the reason this is such a gift to her is that the issue of the wall unites her entire caucus. There is no Democrat from the bluest of districts to the reddest of districts that has any enthusiasm for a border wall and has any desire to buck their own party you know, in, in opposition to the president on this. Is this a peek into the next two years of legislation in Washington with a House controlled by the Democrats, and a Senate controlled by the Republicans, and of course, the White House controlled by Donald Trump? Yes, this is a preview of divided government. You know, we saw how acrimonious things got and how tense things got when the Republicans took control of the House of Representatives in 2011 and faced down President Obama in a Democratic Senate. And now we have a mirror image of that. And you add into the fact that this is an unusually volatile White House. And we are seeing what President Trump will do in, in, you know, in his early dealings with the Democratic House. We're in uh, the shutdown because of the fact that the Democrats are looking to 2020. They think they're not going to win the election. I guess a lot of signs point to the fact that they're not going to win the election. I hope they're not going to win the election. But they view this as an election point for them. Sahil, so, how is the looming 2020 presidential race playing into all of this? I mean, immigration is central to President Trump's political identity. It was the cause of his rise in the Republican primary, and it was the singular issue that endeared his base to his candidacy. Immigration is the president's answer to voters for their problems, which, you know, ranges from everything, uh, you know, from crime to jobs to the opioid epidemic. Now, it's a simplistic answer that may not be the right answer, but it is his answer, and he has concluded that he cannot be seen as surrendering on the wall, which is his panacea solution for these problems to go away. So that, I think, is a preview of how essential this issue will be for him to keep his core base intact and for him to try to portray the Democrats as, you know, as he often does, as a bunch of people who favor open borders and don't want to enforce immigration laws. Democrats, of course, have a different view. They say they're very much for border security, but only doing what works. And in their view, a wall does not work. So let's just recap that state of play of where things stand, Sahil. So by the end of the week, we should expect the House to vote and pass a spending bill and send it to the Senate without border funding. But Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he won't send anything to the president that the president won't sign. So who will blink first? Well, firstly, there will be border funding. There'll be $1.3 billion in funding that can be used for the construction of a fence and you know, border security, just not a concrete wall. As to who blinks next, that's anybody's guess. Right now, Democrats have a bit of an upper hand because they can pass a piece of legislation through the House. Mitch McConnell cannot pass a piece of legislation through the Senate that gives Trump his border wall funding because he needs 60 votes to do that, and he doesn't have 60 votes. So Democrats have the ability to block that. So I expect the House Democrats to pass a bill to reopen the government and for it to just sit there in the Senate until they figure out a way forward that the president can accept. So Hill, thank you very much. Thank you. Make sure to follow Sahil on Twitter. He's at Sahil Kapoor. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening in. Please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm David Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers. And you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.